Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. Yeah! <sighs> oh, he got me. Yes. Little pause. Oh, he got me there. Dramatic pause, as they call it, in the world of acting. Mm. Well, welcome to the big show. Welcome to Big... I'm getting... I'm receiving right now. I just wrote Buddy Up Buttercup to Polly the Mole. Yes. And I'm getting a, I'm getting an incoming text. The dot, dot, dot is happening. Is that and him? Is that him there? It's Molicious. Mm. The Mole Man, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Man, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm pissed right now. Oh. I'm Why? pissed. Because, you know, I'm listening to all the analysis that are being done by the so-called professionals about this Syracuse-Duke game. And, and again, I get it. You know, it's Duke and, and, they're, and they're a deeper team and everything else. But no one, no one and his mother had us, most people had us, I'd say over 50% had us losing the playing game. 75% had us losing to TCU. And everyone and his brother said we were going to get squashed by Michigan State. And here we are, we're still standing, we've beat all three, and no one's talking about, hey, we can beat Duke. No one's talking about it. Dead silence. Well, well, when you're the 11th seed, that's what happened. You know? Yeah, yeah, but but, but no, no, nobody expects you to win. Did you just wake up? <laughs> no, I've been up for a while. I just, I, I just not. Don't take it personal either. People think that the the two seeds are going to beat the eleven seeds. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking it personally. I just think from an, an analysis standpoint, it's ridiculous to think that you know we don't have a chance. Let me ask you this: If Duke had played Michigan State, what would the spread on that game be? <coughs> I would have said Duke by probably three. Right, yeah. Not 11.5 like Yeah, two or three. But we just beat Michigan State, and we're an 11.5, 12-point underdog. And it it just, brilliant analysis coming from Jay Billis this morning, who's a Duke grad, by the way. And and Jay goes on to say, well, you know, Syracuse, if they don't shoot the ball well, I just don't see them winning this game. Well, thanks, Jay. You know, I wanted to back that up with, you know, if Syracuse doesn't score at least one point more than Duke, they're going to lose, too. You know, I mean, like... It's a hot take, Daniel. You know, yeah, exactly, they, they, they don't get more time. The ball doesn't go in the basket more than the other team. This is not going to stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel that way. Mm. I do. I really feel that way. Um, so, so no, I, I, I get it that even though, um, you know, we're from up here, I don't think that if we played, and you nailed this on the head, it was you personally that said this, that if we didn't go and play 10 games, and we played a best of seven, well, we're going to lose that, you know, four to one, four to two, if we're lucky, you know, uh, and we're going to lose seven, you know, or eight out of 10 games. But that leaves the door open for the other two. And there's no question in my mind that if we get a little hot, if a guy like Dolajay scores only 12, and we spread it out 19 and 20 amongst. Um, O'Shea and and uh, and Tyus, we're in this game for sure. We're in this game. Duke's got five guys that's, that can score. See, I'm, I'm it, it's just a realistic. Yes, Syracuse can win the game, but the odds are in Duke's favor. Right. That makes sense. Right, right. In a series, we're going to lose the series. Could we? I, I think the thing that's offensive to me, and and something I'm taking it personally, I'm looking at this strictly as an analyst. 
to overlook what they've accomplished now and that their defense has really slowed some high-powered offense. Arizona State is the number one scoring team in the Pac-10. They play a lot of basketball out in the Pac-10. They're not a bad conference. So, you know, it wasn't like they they did this, you know, against you know, the Mid-American Conference and they scored 85 a game. They scored 85 points a game and we shut them down and totally changed what they do. Now, Duke plays a zone that he stole from Beheim, by the way. Beheim to taught him how to do it. This is why he had Beheim Krzyzewski coach on the Olympic team, because he really wanted to learn more about the finer points of playing that zone defense, and Duke now incorporates it as their, their basic defensive strategy. But with that said, um, I just think, I just, I, I look at it, and you don't, you don't, they don't even mention, no one even mentions the fact that I haven't heard one commentary from anyone saying that Syracuse even has a chance in this game. Nothing. Nothing. Josh, anything? I think because it's so doubtful, that it could happen. I might even stay up for the game, Daniel. Wow. I'm not going to lie to you. I might even take a nap, stay up nice and late, settle in with a nice cup of hot cocoa, maybe a baked dessert, and enjoy the show. Enjoy the entire game. I would game. be impressed by that. I'm going to be texting you. What time's it going to end? Like 9, uh, 9.45, so what, like midnight? This thing's 9.40. Goes? No, it's going to be even later than that, probably. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen midnight since the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> what was going on then? Oh, a lot of things. A lot of things. You were Daniel. filthy back oh, then, weren't you? Sturdy, video games. Video, video games, games. And, yeah, that's about right. Video games and porn. Video games and Totino's pizza rolls. Oh, what Isn't is that? a Totino's pizza roll? It's a little, little mini. You've never seen a pizza roll? No. Mr. Hollywood's never seen a pizza roll? No. It's like a little mini. Egg. I'm going to show you. I can't even describe it. It's like a little mini pizza ravioli. It's like a, like a, a pizza pretzel? Yes, it's an egg. It's an egg roll with pizza in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an egg roll. You've never seen. Look at this. Hold on a second. Where's... No, I don't think I've ever consumed one. <laughs> Totino's pizza rolls, right here, buddy. I'm gonna take a look at it. Look at this beast. I'm moving over. Look at that. Oh, that's like a it's hot like a, pocket. Yeah, almost. mini hot pockets is a good way it's to a describe it. Hot pocket that. of pizza. Go upstairs. We have things in Italy and in New York City we call calzones that oh, are similar to that. Never heard of them. You never heard of a calzone? Of course I. Have. I was gonna say, geez, we're not that far removed, <laughs> girl. They do have calzones, don't yeah, they? Yeah, he loves it. Joe Salzone, the calzone. He loves wow, that. he loves Salzone's that calzones. He loves that tie-in. He always wow. does. Can you imagine the business we could get? It'd be unbelievable. Mm, yeah, you better buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you'll buy two and you'll like it, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so don't come in here. I'll and personally to... stuff it. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, have you moved into the nicer hotel yet? Or are you still in a dump? No, I'm in the nicer hotel. Oh. Yeah, what's the hotel like? Tell us about it. It's a, got a bed and desk. It's very <laughs> oh, nice. God. Really? He really paints a picture, doesn't he? He's the he Mark does. Twain of our generation, this Paul Isabelle. He really is. It's, I'm, I'm depressed to get on the plane. You know what I mean? I mean there's no, there's yeah. no, no action. Yeah, no. Hey, what's your schedule tomorrow? When, when, when do you got to go? Do you, you just do the Syracuse game or you do the whole thing again? No, I do the Syracuse game, but I got to get up and do your show. And Yeah, what do you do after our show? Uh, I'm hopefully going over to set up today so I can nap, so I'm not up at yeah, It's a four. 9.40 game. What time do you have to go over to the stadium wherever we're playing? We go on the air so at 8, so I have to be there by 7 if it's set up. Nice. Then you're not- wide open after the show, oh, aren't you? Oh, yeah. What are you taking him to do? What are you guys I got do? Danny Shays, and I'm taking Paulie with me to Syracuse, Nebraska. This There's actually a Bro town. trip. There's a it's town. 45 minutes from here. I rented a, a Cadillac SDX, so we're going to get a nice Cadillac. Because Chase is a giant, and you're a, and you're not exactly a giant, so you can sit behind me. 
So, so I, I got it. the I, trunk. <laughs> on the hood. Yeah. <laughs> With those orange fingers. Yeah, that's Go fine. On. That's all it is, yeah. Uh, so, well, all of a sudden, I feel like I have the flu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take a car trip with Danny Shays and Daniel Baldwin? Come on, listen. They got two places that you can eat there. They're called B&J's and Triple D's. <laughs> I, know, I said, I go, is there, are there any poles in these establishments? Because they, they sure sound like it. Mm-hmm. They go, no, 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 they're a family restaurant and blah, blah. So I, I talked to the mayor. I had him on the phone with uh, the, the uh, Gomez and Lisa show this morning. And, uh, and so there's a couple things to see. Plus, they've got Syracuse Dunbar High. Uh, so I thought we'd, if we cruise around for a little bit and shoot some video footage for both shows. What do you yeah, think? You definitely should. Yin? Yin? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I'll have you back. By, I'll have you back by three. Take a nap, and then go to the game. Come oh, on, come God, on! God, I'm hysterical. God forbid you live a little, Polly. Yeah, Polly, you live in a you live out of a suitcase in a small car in a hotel room. Get out with and a desk do and a something. Bed. <laughs> like, what are you going to do all day today? Uh, go record press conferences. I have a meeting with a Mets radio network in about 20 minutes. It's a very exciting life at us. Yo, you're big time, man. He's big you're time. way too big for us. All right. All right. Well, Syracuse, Nebraska is it's happening tomorrow. You, it's happening tomorrow. It's calling a population 2,000. Can't wait to go to Triple D's. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Pictures of Paulie in a Triple D's t-shirt. Yes, sir. Put my face right in the food there. I can't wait for Don't it. Don't you guys get, like, I I would be nervous that I'd get food poisoning at some random place like this. Are you kidding me? It's a wholesome Nebraska town. They probably slaughter the pig right out back and bring it in. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They escort the pig in. You get to insult yeah. it and punch yeah, it square in the do. face. You do. Then they take it back and cook it. Yeah, you do. I like right it. down in there. It's, it's like... It's like a it's like a seafood restaurant. You pick the pig, yeah, like a whole pen of them. I'll pick that one. This yeah. pig's named Oscar. Well, he's listen, a the same thing master. happens at eleven thirty at night there. Yeah, hey now, they flip it. They turn off the lights, pull the shades, and a pole drop from the ceiling, and then uh, <laughs> Bambi comes out. Next thing you know, you're looking at On a whole stage two. <laughs> you're looking at a whole different kind of Nebraska pig after eleven p.m. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Crystal, you're used to that. <laughs> you're used to that. You love those clubs, yeah, don't dude, you? Yeah, dude, go see some Omaha boobs today. Tonight you got a chance to go go find the Omaha Strip Club and report back. I have to be up at four in the Wham, morning. Boobs, go see them. <laughs> You're in Omaha. I want to know. What kind of, <laughs> I want to know. What, you can go to the strip club at six p.m. Go. I'm, th- I'm thinking Omaha doesn't even have a strip club. Oh, I bet you they do. You think so? They've got. You're googling right now. I can find out. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, oh, yeah, you are. Omaha. I show up with Polly. I'm going to get locked up immediately. Would you get... Would you? Well, don't, tell, don't tell lovely Robin that you're going. I would never do that. I would tell Do Robin. we have a strip club in Omaha? We have three strip clubs in wow. Omaha. All of them. Wow. Four stars are above. We've got Spearmint. Spearmint Rhino? Spearmint Rhino. How'd you know that? Uh, <laughs> every, spearmint, every Spearmint's called Spearmint Rhino. It's a chain. Oh, it is? Yeah. We've got a Club Omaha. Club Omaha. And we've like got it. the American Dream. Oh no, Paulie's the American Dream. That's where I'm taking. You want Paulie. me to read you some re- reviews, yeah. Cody? I mean, I'm, I'm going to take. I'm, I'm I, I yeah, let's read the reviews. What show am I on now? <laughs> let's read. The, let's read the reviews. The, our audience wants to know. They're coming to the game. Uh, this is like a travel lodge. Let me see. See what we're doing here. Well, let me bring them up. But hit commercials and come back, right. and I will read you All the right. reviews of the Paulie, Omaha Strip Club. Paulie, we're going to pick the place we're going to send you to get the uh, the uh, the interviews. 
We want to hear Bambi on stage four. These over are at American all Dream. fantastic reviews from Omaha yeah. strip clubs. Yeah, we'll be posting pictures. Don't worry. All right, Polly, hang tight. We'll come back to CSPN Radio Syracuse. Game day coverage of Syracuse basketball is brought to you by Geico on the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back. We've been doing some extensive research for those who are traveling to Omaha. Josh, what do you got? I've got the Omaha Strip Clubs in front of me here. Uh And uh, listen, if you're going to make a stop in Omaha, you might as well check out one of these fine establishments. They've got three choices. (laughs) They've got the Spearmint Rhino, they've got the Club Omaha, and they have the American Dream uh, now, first and foremost, I, I must apologize to the lovely Robin, who was upset with me for even suggesting. Did you receive a lovely Robin text? Oh, lovely Robin is on the Facebook chat right now, calling me bad. And she says, quote, well, now I'll have to put on my pole dancing outfit for Daniel. Yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Robin Robin can play many characters. <laughs> she can. Robin. She can bambi up with the best of them. Oh, Robin. Yeah, she knows that I would never go to one of those clubs, even if it was research or, or whatever. But you said would... if you could bring her with you, right? If I said to Robin, I really want to go to a strip club, and she would say, okay. If it, just like if she said she really wanted to do anything, I would say, okay, at least try it once. But I think that um, in the past, in my strip club years, back in my 20s and early 30s, um, a guy that comes in with a girl gets a lot more girls to come over anyway. Mm-hmm. Because the girls feel safer with the other girl, and mm-hmm. they know the guy's not going to try to, he knows he's there to probably spice up the relationship right. or do whatever right, they're looking right, to right, do. Right. But having Robin come in? Robin, they're going to want to hire her. Nice. They would want to hire her immediately. Damn right, Robin. So don't be mad at me. He's, of course, not going to go. But I'm suggesting to our audience, if you got some time to kill in Omaha, game is 940 tomorrow night. You're out there. You're waiting for the tip. Or maybe afterwards, you hit up the uh, one of these clubs. Here's some of the reviews of Club Omaha, which is the highest rated one out of the three. I got a quick question. For yeah. Have you been to their websites? Do they have pictures of the dancers? Daniel is on that right now. We are on as we speak. As a matter of fact, it looks like they shoot pool. Whoa! (laughs) Evidently, they shoot pool, Joseph. For uh, research purposes only, Uh Daniel is looking at some I'm not quite sure what pocket to shoot this ball in. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Most of the reviews are positive, (laughs) except for one uh, claiming that the woman... Woman looks like a bison dude. I guess a cross between a a dude, uh, between a bison and a dude, I guess. Wow. Trash. Absolutely trash. This place sucks. There is one older chick that absolutely sucks. She has zero moves and can't even dance to the rhythm of the music. Rhythm spelled wrong, of course. No moves. (laughs) No moves, man. No moves. Old yeah. This starts to sound like I danced there. And then one guy says he likes taking his business meetings here. He does. Of course And he it's does. got a great buffet, Polly. so if you're looking for somewhere to eat today. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 free buffet. Yeah. Right, what are those pizza things called? Toritos? Totino's Pizza Totinos. Rolls. Totino's. Yeah, they yeah. might be serving up the Totino's, baby. What you California think? roll. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going there. My other, my only other concern is that one of them has no age like requirements, so you can bring the family, I guess, if you want to go. Yeah, 
If you put a stroller in? Yeah, yeah. head on down to you American Dream. You got the kids for the weekend? That's a drag. Bring you them picture down a section of a bunch of babies and you're all smoking yeah. cigarettes around it. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Crystal, do another one of them sidewinders. Mm, yes. <laughs> show, my, show my kid that upside-down helicopter yeah. thing you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and your four-year-old walks yeah. into homeroom. Yeah. <laughs> nice boobs, Teach. Nice, Teach. What are you doing? Hey, <laughs> unbelievable. Hey, he's Andrew Dice Clay of the of kindergarten. How much is it going to affect them now that we're now that we're talking about nothing to do with sports? Right sure. Now? Um, how much more is it going to affect them playing again at nine forty? When's a? I mean, that's... Jerry said it doesn't bother them. They just moved everything a couple hours later. They don't care. I think they're used to it by now, too. Yeah, they, they played, played so many games. Yeah, we're we're used to it, for every sure. Every game in the tournament's been late, so. Do they slide the practice schedule later and do all the stuff yeah. and let them nap? I would. We had this debate when I was in uh, um, Detroit. I would think you get up at the regular time and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying, no, don't take a nap. I, I would I would have to take a nap. You know what's interesting, too, that video I shared yesterday of Carmelo Anthony talking about the run in 2003, he said he didn't sleep for like two days. He was so wound up. So maybe they're just so, I, I would imagine that if you're in the Sweet 16, you're probably pretty wound up, so maybe you're not sleeping that much. Yeah, I would think, well, they, they've definitely gone further than anyone had predicted that they would go. Um, I would nap, man. I would have forced myself to. Dude, nap. I, I would nap. I don't even. I don't even play a sport, and I, I nap as much as possible. <laughs> you got to nap to watch the game. Uh, we lost him. The mole. He lost Just him. he did that on purpose. <laughs> he did that on purpose. Yeah, I don't even play a sport, and of course I take a nap. Yeah, take I'm as gonna, many as possible. I'm going to go to Syracuse, uh, Nebraska, and I'm going to come back. I'm definitely going to nap. Absolutely. I bet you the great one's going to have some dinner planned that I'm going to be in trouble if I don't go to. Oh yeah, you've got You've you're playing by. But at 9:40, maybe he'll be smart and he'll have the the dinner. Like at eight, so tomorrow you're live uh, in the morning, and then at five a.m. It's an hour earlier. Yeah, you are. So I got with five Danny a- Shays, but he's not doing the morning show, right? He's doing. I think Shays is jumping on the last hour of the morning, then transferring over. Yeah, I think we're doing two hours on ESPN. Mm-hmm. We might as well. We're on the road. Sure. Otherwise, you're going to listen to Levitard. Who wants to listen to that? Sure. Um, so uh, then we're done at uh, eleven a.m. That time. No, it's yeah, it's an hour early, so eleven a.m. It gives me more time. I'll have the car. I'll grab the car tonight. Yeah, from the airport, dock it at the hotel. So I'm on the road at like eleven thirty. Off going, to Syracuse, Nebraska. Going to Syracuse, taking, Nebraska. Taking your shots and uh, filming it and meeting the mayor. I am. I'm going to be. I'm going to be posting videos. Uh, I, I'll, I'll definitely uh, um, attach you. Are we friends on Facebook? You and I. I've friend requested you, Daniel, and you've never accepted it. So I don't want to talk about that That's right now. That's really hard for me to believe. I'm a little really offended. I I'm swear fr- to God, if you go to your Facebook and look up my name, well, there will be a pending friend request. Is, is it from you by name? Yes, my name. You didn't uh, do some cover-up to try to make me think you're some hot chick? No, and now I think I have too Robin many... Robin already doesn't like you. Oh, how dare you? Robin loves me. She doesn't like Joe Salzone, but she likes me On a lot. air, talented Galaxy community. That is, has, that me? is it George Washington? Or yeah, who's that's, that? That's, my, that's a Photoshop of my face. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Respond, confirm. We are friends now. Oh, yes. what an honor. New phone. Who dis? Look at this. Look at this crazy. Honor. Oh, is that your one of your kids? That's me. That's you? That's me as a kid, he, yeah. He puts a picture of himself up. Yeah. Back in the I, day, he was very handsome as a young boy. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm adorable. Yeah, you weren't eating much corn in that picture. Little throw sure. back there. Say, how dare you? I, have no, I had no front teeth. You had no front teeth in it. 
What? God, what? what? Bizarre. What's the posing of the Roman toga? People, people Photoshop me onto a lot of things, Daniel. It's very uncomfortable. I do. I get that too. I get, <laughs> I get me with me with. I'm a midget with like you know hot stripper. How chicks. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, are you back? Yeah. All right. But, but my favorite Photoshop of Josh is someone photoshopped him as the uh, Charlie Brown. Macy's Day Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloon. They put my face on the Charlie Brown balloon. Oh, that's great. It's pretty accurate. He's laughing about it right now. You hear him? He's, 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 just, he's, just, got nothing he's just envisioning right it and laughing What's at it. What's your day look like today? You got some bogus Mets meeting, which you really don't have. So what else? Actually, they just called me, and it disconnected uh, my phone with you. Uh, no, yeah, I got to go over formats for the Mets broadcast this year, and then I have to go over to the arena and record the Duke press conferences and the Syracuse press conferences. Did you see... Uh, um, Beheim was on, uh, was around the horn. He's been on all of them. He's been, uh, yeah, he, pardon he, the interruption. All, every show he's doing it. He's, he's making a, his he's, rounds. He is. He's totally making the rounds. Mm-hmm. He's so different. I want that Beheim to be interviewing. Uh, I'd like to interview him on, on our shows. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm going to, no. I'm going over his head. I'm going to Julie. She's lovely. She'll be Oh great my here. God. She'll she's the sweetest lady in the world. You mm-hmm. talk to her. She's, Full eye contact. She's to call me for tickets, do this, do that. She's lovely. And the daughter I met at the game, I turned around in my seat and I looked at her and I thought, oh, what a pretty girl. God, she looks like Julie Bay. <laughs> That's what I thought. Of so mm-hmm. she's a spitting image of her mom. Mm-hmm. Spitting image. You know, I think Robin needs to probably call in. Well, I've got uh, some other stuff. This is going to be a so what, but I think, it's, I think it's a bigger story than a so what. This whole one and done rule. Have you been hearing about this, Pauly? Nope. So in 2005, the NBA created that rule uh, that prevented 18-year-old high school seniors from jumping directly into pro basketball, intended to allow young athletes time to mature before entering the NBA. Uh, So in September, the FBI and other federal authorities announced sweeping investigation into bribery, blah, blah, blah. Now they're just saying, well, maybe we shouldn't have this one-and-done rule. Maybe you should be able to go right from high school and to play pro ball. Well, listen, I, I remember in Philadelphia, they had the announcer used to say, uh, number 45, I can't remember his name, but he had a voice like the guy from up in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he would name the college that you went to, and then he would, you'd run out of the tunnel. And you'd come, so he'd say, you know, uh, number 42, uh, Julius from the University of Massachusetts, Julius mm-hmm. Irving. And, mm-hmm. you know, he'd come running out. Well... At back-to-back centers on the team were Moses Malone, who came straight out of here. PS92 in Harlem. Moses, it was his high school because yeah. he never played in college. Yeah. And neither did Daryl Dawkins. Yeah. So he would name these high schools when they came running out. because that was, And that was the beauty of it. You could come in. See, I would, I would think that there would be laws that if you're old enough to vote, if you're old enough to be prosecuted as an adult, then if you come out of high school and you can actually make a professional basketball team... How can the government or someone stop you from procuring an income and not doing that? I, I, I don't understand that. Well, it's an NCAA rule, I guess, uh, so they would need to change it. But one of the people they've talked to about it was Bayheim, And Bayheim quote, said, I don't mind guys coming for one year. We've had them, but if they really want to go, they should be able to go. Meaning he wouldn't have had the mellow for the one year. Mellow probably would. would me- Paulie, would Mellow have gone right out of high school? No. Yes, because Mellow, the one and done rule was before, after Mellow's. So yeah, he 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 would have gone. But Mello wouldn't have gone. He wasn't good enough. He wasn't good enough in high school to go pro. No way. He made his mark at Syracuse. You hearing me, Polly? 
He was he was pretty good in high school. Yeah, but he wasn't so. somebody that was going to the NBA from high school. Had he not had that run at Syracuse or or done something else, I don't think that an NBA team was drafting Carmelo Anthony. I don't think so. He was a hundred. Listen, when when uh, Jim Beheim will tell you the story that when he when he recruited him, he was like 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. He came into camp at 205 or something. Beheim said, "Wow, this guy got gigantic." He, I mean, he really manned up in that last year. I don't think so. I mean, last year alone, if you look at Duke's team, three of their players were one and done: Jason Tatum, Harry Giles, and Frank Jackson. All there's three, three of them. on this year's team. Yeah, and there's three that will be gone this year. So you got these players. These would would that hurt the college teams? No, they're not getting any talent if all the best talent's going right to the NBA. Well, they get another scholarship to give away if the guy chooses to go. So I think they repl- they get to use that scholarship again. Correct, Polly? Yeah, and not all these kids are gonna are gonna go straight to the NBA either. So I, yeah. I have no problem with it. And a text coming in saying it had partly to do with the NBA being fed with fed up with terrible prospects that they went to the high school draft. Is that what it was? Yeah. Listen, baseball. Yeah, you get a bunch of guys from high school that you, you're drafting basically a, a bunch of kids that are 400 times better than the players they're playing against. So you have no perception of how good they really are. Oh, yeah, because they're playing at a high school level. Size, but but, but this, this is a, a rule that does not apply. Baseball traditionally, baseball signs guys. In, as freshmen in high school, pitchers that are phenoms and stuff, they sign letters of intent yeah. and hold the rights to them, and, but they're not allowed to pay the money. But there's they are they're actually allowed to do this. You can sign a freshman in high school. The Yankees can and and defer the money that he's supposed to get until he becomes eligible, and he does not have to go to college. You can sign you can sign him at seventeen, I think, in in in, in pro baseball. So why is baseball allowed to do it? Why is football allowed to do it? But this is an individual rule from pro basketball. Interesting. I wonder why. I think it's I think it's something worth discussing. It goes back to what you're always saying. These guys want to make money. They want to make it as soon as they possibly can. If you're not going to pay them at a college level and they're getting an opportunity to go to the NBA, they'll take the NBA. I think as you watch this trend happen more and more and more and more, um, I think uh, you're going to see. Find us on the web at ESPNSyracuse.com. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey, now. And I I, got to tell you, it's getting closer and closer in about uh, 20 minutes. I will be exiting stage left, even. Hmm. And, uh, snaggle puss snaggle. Get out of yeah, here. Look at Joe Sazon fire up when uh, he sees snaggle any, puss. Anything that's over 50 years old, he's a big thriller. <laughs> he does. Thrilled, yeah. He does. Yeah. Do, what, you know, so, so Columbo is a favorite of yours, correct? Oh, he loves it. It sure is. But, but what about Beretta? Never, I never watched it. No, I've never watched Beretta. Oh my God, you got! I'm gonna buy you the collection. That's All gonna right, be my gift he'll for watch Joe it. Sazon. He doesn't you have, have cable. A, you, have, you have DVD? Yeah. Oh, he has a laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> he watches everything on laser disc. He, he really put all of his money in the bags in that basket when they came did, out. Love that early '90s technology. <laughs> he thought that technology was never going to go away, didn't he? Well, let's play around to so what? What do you got, Josh? Last night, LeBron James broke an NBA record, but not for shots. Seventeen assists without a turnover. It's a brand new NBA record. Seventeen assists without a turnover. He passed the ball well, folks. You know, I don't think that's a so. He's awful big guy. He's very talented. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, he sees the floor without a single turnover, 17 assists. Bravo, LeBron. 
Uh, number two, this no, is. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You got? Are you saying so? What? What are you? Clearly, I'm, here? I'm moving on. I just so, like, that yes, was just a, that was a blank. That was, <laughs> that was a, a he, silent so what? He's going to go down as probably one of the one of the greatest NBA players of all time. So it stands to reason that he would uh, break that record. You know what? This isn't a so what because that's a dick move by LeBron. And I'll tell you why. The lesser player should be getting the assist records. Come on, man. Well, think about why do you get every hang, record? Hang let me let me bring you over to our side. Okay, let me try to attempt to. Normally, a guy like LeBron is shooting every time they get the ball. Mm-hmm. He's distributing the balls to let his other players shine 17 yeah, times. Which is nice, but they're not going to get a record. The assist record should go to the second best player who passes to oh, LeBron. So you think every he was time. selfishly he trying so, to get yeah, the assist record? He selfishly record. took the assist record. You think during the game, he yeah. went, here, yeah. score. <laughs> yeah. Like handed it exactly off. Exactly so no right. Oh, I don't That's think a record so. that belongs to, like, you know. Derek Matumbo, or whoever out there is playing. Well, then the, they, they, they can, they can no, no, the guy that nobody knows. Then they, can, then they can step up their game and try to break that record down the road. Ooh, hot take yeah, from Joe Salzone. Joe Salzone, you, you brought up Columbo. I brought up, <laughs> I, I brought up Snagglefuss. You brought up Snagglefuss, got them all wound up. I did. Oh, Columbo. Tony Romo will be playing golf in Punta Cana, and he is a 2,000 to 1 favorite. So if you put some cash on Tony Romo to win this, 2001 underdog. Underdog, yeah. He's okay. he uh so some I some uh info on the course for you. It is a par 72 and the back nine is over 4000 yards. Total yards of this course is over 7600 yards. I can beat Tony Romo in golf. I think most people can. That's why I can yeah. beat Tony Romo. Yeah, in golf. but he's making a go at it. He got a sponsor exemption and he's into the uh into the com- competing com- competition coming up next week. Wow. That's kind of scary. Do we know how he is as a golfer? Yeah, can we Google him? Tony Romo. 2,000 to, to one odds. He's not very good. But he I'm got it because he's Tony Romo. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm going to go with so what. Yeah, it's a so it's what. It's golf. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I'm going to say so what. This one is interesting. I just heard about this. Minor League Baseball is trying to get Congress to pass a Save America's Pastime Act that would allow teams to pay their minor leaguers less than minimum wage. Now, I guess the problem is a lot of people aren't going into minor league ball right now. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of prospects to play minor league ball. So they're like, well, maybe if we just pay them less. I don't know what the point of this is. Well, as a minor league baseball announcer. That's right, you are. Uh, I, I have to say, if you're just out of uh, college and you want to play in the majors, you got to start in the minors. No one is going to go to the Yankees right away. But this the con- Congress is passing this because <coughs> so for example, if they pay it looks like amateurs make $1150 a month playing minor league baseball and the teams want to pay them less. Like their parent team wants to pay them less. Yeah, but how much are these teams making in general? They're probably not making too much. So if they can save a little bit the minor league team doesn't pay them. The major league team pays them. I mean, in your case, I don't oh, know. I get it. So the double days, I don't know they, who, who their parent The Washington is. Nationals. So the Nationals pay for the double days. Oh. So they've got the money to pay, and they want to pay them less. you got plenty of dough. Yeah, this is stupid. It's so dumb, right? It's I mean, stupid. Joe Salzone's going to get a pay cut. It, I don't get paid at all. <laughs> it's stupid. It's selfish. It's unreasonable. And it ought not to go any further than being uh, discussed. I don't like... You remember back in the day? Maybe this still happens, but back when I was coming up, you know, long, long ago, there was this thing where, like, these minor league guys would play ball in the summer, and then they'd go work at their brother's, like, roofing business the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. We kind of we kind of misreported. Why? 
Tony Romo is a plus 0.3 handicap, and he had tried out for the Open in the past, advancing to the sectional qualifying tournament in 2010. He had to withdraw from the event, however, after rain delays forced a conflict with the Dallas Cowboys offseason practice. Evidently, he's a really good golfer. Is he really? He's less than then, a one handicap. Then why is he a 2001 odd? To well, because he doesn't play in courses like gotcha. this under that kind of pressure. So, All right. Yeah, that's to win the whole tournament, but evidently he can stroke it. All right. Good for Tony Romo, then. Yes, sir. Great at another thing. (laughs) (laughs) Football, he's an announcer, now he's a great golfer. All right. Save some ladies for the rest of us, Tony. Who was the one? Didn't he have the blonde singer? He gets them all. No, he had, uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, um, She was Daisy Duke. uh, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. That was was all him. Filthy. She could work in Omaha, oh, man. Wow. She's so hot. Uh, so what do you think about that? Um, they want to pay Major League Baseball players less. It's a stupid idea, right? Well, you know what? If they wanted to pay somebody less, pay the ones that play in the majors a little less. They make so much money. You know, t- Take a tariff of 2% off of all their salaries and give it to the homeless, and you wouldn't have a homeless problem anymore mm-hmm. in the whole country. They're 2%. saying there's roughly 4,500 players in the minor leagues. Uh, an extra $300 a month would equal about $8.1 million total. Which is would be pennies for a for a major league baseball team. That's how much Judge gets hit a home run. I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like some crazy. So I mean, there's this debate about being, them being undercompensated. These minor league ball, ball players, they're not getting paid enough money. And they well, have, it's it's like the the economy throughout the entire country. The, the disparaging chasm between the have and have not um, has continued to increase. So let's let's save eight million on the minor league guys because we have to put, uh, um, you know. Pay the ball boy, you know, yeah, five hundred right. grand to work at Yankee Stadium or whatever that. Also, is. is baseball really still America's pastime, or is that very much twentieth uh, century thinking? I think that I think that's old guys holding on to a yeah. baseball. I mean, I like a good I baseball think game. They, but... You know, that's why this 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 story that you have about. Are you done with so what? You got I got one. my kicker, but go ahead. Go ahead with your kicker. Just bozo the back. clowns dead. Man, what are you gonna do? <laughs> 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 Just Bozo the Clown's dead. Wow, I, I, I want to apologize to any potential family members in Central New York of this fine actor who played Bozo the Clown who died at 89 years old. show has gotten out of hand. Now, that coming from me is, is really kind of an oxymoron, actually. Daniel's putting the brakes on this. Yeah. Bozo the Clown. I mean, is there nothing that is, there's no sanctity left. No, I'm, he passed away at 89. He had a good run. He had a nice run at it. You got to be a clown for a little while. You know, listen. Now, if I see 89, I'll be stoked. You see 59. If I see you 59, I'll be so thrilled. Yeah. You should be stoked. My apologies to the family of yes. Frank Avrick of, De- huh. of Bozo the Clown fame. Wow. Uh, well, poor Frank. <laughs> I think we should go to break All and right. come back. We'll come back. Catch our breath. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. For everything, the first impression you get when you ease into the new 2018 BMW X535 iX Drive Sports Activity Vehicle is one of ultimate luxury power and NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Seats. Go with that. 
go with that. Yeah, we're on hey, right now. now. <laughs> we'll go with that. We're gonna go with that. But we have choices when we get in. We could, we have huge production meetings before the show, and we pull up multiple stories. But as I'm about ready to run out the store in ten minutes, drive all the way back to Cleveland, New York, to pick up the lovely Robin, mm. and then she's taking me to the airport on my way to um, where am I going? I'm going to Charlotte, and then I wait four hours in Charlotte. And then connect to Omaha, Nebraska. That was the quickest way I could get out to Sounds Omaha delightful. From Syracuse. Sounds like a um, fantastic day you got ahead of you. This item pops up as I'm te- checking the news feed this morning. This famous airline is putting a waist size restriction on passengers in business class. Now, <laughs> I, I caught that and I thought, a waist size restriction. And sure enough, it is exactly what it says. Is it no fatties airline? It, it's uh, it's Thai Airways mm. just announced that they are going to be putting certain restrictions on passengers who travel on its Boeing Dreamliner, the 787-9 planes. No, it's not going to make the seats smaller than any in aviation history. Instead, it is going to measure passengers' waists, and if the resulting number is over a certain limit... It is not going to allow the passenger to fly. So, now, why would you not take this regulation and put it in coach where the seat is smaller? Yeah. And and somebody who is is a wide body yeah. might be taking up a little more space. If you're paying for business, this has got to be a big, big person. That well, maybe they don't say. want the other people who are paying for business to be inconvenienced by some fatso sitting next to them. But you got to be a wide body to be a business seat. It's a pretty nice size seat. I've only ever flown coach, so I don't know. Never in your whole life? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, have you ever leered? No. <laughs> have I ever leered? Private I'm jet? eating Totino's pizza rolls over. No. <laughs> I've never leered. Why? Wow. You got to get, we got to get you on a private yeah, jet. Yeah, you do. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Chopper? Well, I helicopter? Never been in a helicopter. Oh, my God. You know, the fear of being in a helicopter. Don't, don't want, you're not selling it very well, Daniel. Why no, would no, I want to no. get in one? I've been in the big, big, giant ones, you know, that are... That are much more safe. But I also had to do a film one time, and these guys, we did, what was it called? Uh, I played a pararescue guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, the bodies in the first excursion weren't even, you know, cooled down yet. Yeah. And they had these guys come back from Afghanistan. Heroes of the Desert Storm, it was called. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they get up with these guys, and they're so jacked. And they, they I didn't realize the helicopter could fly upside down. Yeah. It can actually fly upside down. Mm-hmm. And so they strap you to the wall and, you know, I've got an ear feed to the captain up front and the pilot, and he's going, you ready, Hollywood? You know, I'm like, uh-oh, here it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, So you don't want to show him anything. But I'll tell you what, I, you know, I should have had a diaper on. Yeah, was it really? Did oh he go, he went upside God, down? You upside down. And they're fast. They kick a jet yeah. on in the back. And this thing takes off. And we're out in 29 Palms military base out in uh, the Marine Corps base out in the desert in California. And, yeah, it was uh, it was the only oh. time I, I ever I ever threatened an actor in my entire career. What'd you do? Um, I had to get out of this thing. These guys, pararescue guys, are, are um, very unsung heroes. They go in after a jet is knocked down, and they rescue the guy, mm-hmm. the, the pilots, if there's anybody alive. So I had to jump out of the helicopter. I had to run probably you know, 100, 120 yards, in the, and it's 100-and-something degrees, and I'm in one of those chemical Nomex suits. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm trapped, you know, airtight inside this thing. I could feel the water puddle above my ankles and my boots. I had to drain my boots. That's how much water. You could drink the bottle of water and feel it come out of your skin. That's how, how hot it was. And it was wow. like 155, 160 in the suit. And so I pick up this actor. I throw him over my shoulders. I run in the sand back the 120 yards, 
dump him on the deck of the helicopter, and he's got like two lines. Where's, where's, uh, you know, J- J- Lieutenant Sharky? You got to go back and get Sharky. Mm-hmm. You got to get my friend Sharky. And I go, I'm sorry, sir, he's dead. We got to go. And then we lift the bird up and we go, well, this guy goes, you got to get Sharky. Oh, shoot. Sorry, man. And he cuts. He self cuts. Oh, my. So now, now they got to get like 19 guys out to take the, their footprints out of the sand. We got to get back in the helicopter. We're air to air, two choppers, You're one shooting. like crazy. I'm dying. So we get back up in the air. We go back out. We come in. We land. They set it all. We jump out. But second take, Lieutenant Chuggy, you got to be, oh, God, man, I'm so sorry. And I turned around and I, I grabbed him by the shirt and I pulled him and I said, just move your lips. Next take, just move your lips. Don't say cut. Move your lips and say anything you want. You can order a taco right now. I don't care. Don't stop talking and don't say God. Do you understand me, young man? And he looked up at me. He was like 19 years old. And I got him by the throat, yeah. you know, by the shirt. Yeah. And, and I said, they can loop in anything you want to say later on. Don't cut again. And Don Oldmeyer was the director. He's on the radio mic going, Dump God damn it. You know, he's like screaming right, at this kid. Right, you know, right, right. Could, could, the worst thing you could do. It took us an hour to set up each other. And I'm dying. Yeah. You know, I'm dying. I was, I was probably like, 35 years old in pretty good shape oh. at the time, too. But I, I did. I told him I was going to kill him. If well, he, you, I would have, too. I did. I had I to do it. Well, let's give me an Learjet. Give me in a helicopter. We'll we're going to work, work the program. You know, listen, the great one he's is got a Lear. all around the world. He's, he's, got, a he's got multiple Lears in yeah. different cities. <laughs> multiple. He's, he's got, got multiple Lears. He's got multiple Lears. Listen, there was, a great, there was a great moment we had. He and I was great. You know that when you when you're saying something to like one of your friends from the old neighborhood, and mm-hmm. he goes, "What was I thinking?" He turns around, and he goes, "I'm not sure." You know, I promised Pam we're going down to Sarasota, yeah. and you know he takes care of his wife. Yeah. He knows he loves her. They've been together for a long, long time, and so I, I get that whole part. I turn around, I walked out of his office because he wasn't sure if he was coming to the Sweet Sixteen. And I went, "Wait a minute!" And I walk, I go. You're not going to go watch Duke play Syracuse in the Sweet 16. I go, mm-hmm. throw an extra week on the back end and give Pam whatever she wants. you yeah. got to come to the game. He goes, what the hell was I thinking? You're right. Goes, I gotta go. <laughs> like, like it dawned on him for a second. Like, we may never see Duke play Syracuse in the Sweet 16. I mean, that's yeah. the, that rivalry. Yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? And he Can't goes, miss this. yeah, he's in. Are you Especially kidding Especially if it's an upset. And they, oh, my oh, God. If they win that. and you weren't oh. there. And you're gardening in Sarasota, the great one. All right, we're going to hand it over to Dan Levitard of the Dan Levitard Show. Back tomorrow, Daniel will be live from Omaha, Nebraska with uh, Danny Shays. And DC, is DC oh coming? I don't that? know if DC's coming, but there's Danny also Shays, someone. So. I may have the mayor of Syracuse, oh, Nebraska It's going to be a beast of a show. I got Danny Shays, I got Polly the Mole. It's all coming. Stay tuned. All coming together tomorrow morning. We'll be back. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.